Hey everybody, welcome to Porn Free Millennial. I'm your host, Mac. Today we're gonna focus on how you wanna be remembered. Today I'm gonna talk about how I wanna be remembered and the moment that triggered in me that really helped with my recovery. Uh, today marks the anniversary of the passing of my grandma, Anne. Uh, we called her Saint Anne in the family. Uh, she really was a saint. Uh, to all that, that knew her, she was patient, she was kind. She was a fantastic cook. She invited, uh, her and my grandpa invited anybody into their house for a warm meal and some stories. Now where she got her name St. Anne's probably because she had to deal with my grandpa a lot and she was very patient. My grandpa, bless his heart, was quite the character. Uh, he was in the Navy. He liked to, to drink and tell stories. So that was that was part of my favorite, my, my favorite memories of grandma and grandpa were when they were telling stories at their dinner table Grandpa would be saying something, and then Grandma would always correct him, say, "No, Jack, that's that's not how it went." Now, oh, that's how it went, and uh, and uh, she she just uh, they had a loving relationship. They were married for sixty seven years. She lived a long life. Uh, she was a great mother, grandmother, and great grandmother. And uh, why I'm bringing her up today in this moment was uh, I started like my true recovery journey, I'd say after uh, my divorce, it, it, I, I kind of had a, a rough, rough spurt, I would say, uh, kind of like between December and February. I was really struggling mentally. I was really struggling to be sober uh, with porn. And uh, I was just in a really bad headspace. You know, obviously going through a divorce is really tough. Uh, it's not easy. And uh, I had a lot of shame and guilt that I was dealing with. And uh, just really felt unmotivated, um, felt uh, like it was tough getting out of bed, really was going through some dark times. And uh, the day that I actually uh, began my recovery journey earnestly was Valentine's Day last year. Uh, that's when I was working with my coach, Fern Tomkey, who I brought up a few times on this podcast. He's the host of Finding Traction, also runs groups. He's a great guy and my mentor. I remember that he's like, hey, you have to get some kind of accountability software on your computer. You need to start doing daily accountability check-ins with your accountability partner again as well. You have to uh, make your environment safe again because you're just going to keep falling on your face again and again and again and again and sound like a broken record. Raise your hand if you've ever felt that way with porn. You quit for a bit you get back into it. It's just the worst. So on February 14th, I remember, or I think it was the 13th. I remember that night I went ahead and I downloaded the software called accountable to you. Uh, and that basically like tracks, uh, your web searches, it flags things that are unsafe and you can actually connect it to, uh, your accountability partner's cell phone and their email. There'll be a daily report. And then if anything is unsound, they actually get a text that alerts them that there's some unsound activity. And then that opens the door for conversation to where you can talk about it and say, hey, I'm struggling today. I've been looking through some stuff. Perfect opportunity to get in there and to evaluate the situation and get yourself out of there to avoid going down that road um, that we all know so well. So basically, one thing I did was I established that accountability software. The second thing that I did was my little brother and I agreed to do daily check-ins with each other. Uh, you can find more about that. 
I believe it's episode 13, uh, where we talk about our brotherhood and accountability. And then I also did an episode on fast check-ins as well on my podcast and on my Substack. I wrote about that. We do fast check-ins every day. It's a formula. It's feelings, your, your active commitments, your sobriety, any kind of slips. T is, and then you have two T's. One T is for threats to your sobriety. And then the other T is for tools that you're going to use to, uh, to tackle those threats, basically. So anyways, I got the accountability software and then I got the accountability partner. So I basically did that the night, the day before, you know, I already kind of counted February 13th as an L because I relapsed that day. So basically starting over February 14th was the first day of my sobriety, right? And this active recovery to where earnestly I'm like, okay, I feel a lot better about this this time. I have a plan. Let's do this. And I was feeling great. Then I get the call that my grandma is in the hospital and it's not looking good. So I drove all the way uh, from where I was at at the time. That was, I think it was Colorado Springs all the way down to Denver. So I was almost a two hour drive. And I just remembered, you know, seeing everybody in the hospital, you know, grandma wasn't looking too good. And I won't go into much detail there, but that's kind of where my recovery you know, started in earnest was on that day. And I think that really like planted a flag in my life because it was a moment to where I saw this woman that's been in my life since I was a baby, this woman that I love so much and just all the people that surrounded her. We have a big family on my mom's side and a loving family. A lot of people live very close. It's not that unusual in the past, you know, when both my grandparents were alive, that the whole family would be there on Sundays watching the Denver Broncos, cheering them on or screaming at the TV as my uncles and my grandpa and me and my brother and everyone would like to do, especially lately, uh, how the Broncos are doing. (laughs) I won't get into that. But with that being said, very loving family, very close. Um, People are always at their house, always uh, eating food, always telling stories. So uh, that's the one thing that really stood out to me was on this day that I started my recovery in earnest was also a day, you know, of, of sadness, a day of, um, really reflection, reflection on her life, reflection on my life. I think that's what it does. The, the situations where somebody's passing, it really brings that out in everybody. And then, um, basically she was able to stay at her home which is only a few blocks away from the hospital. And uh, we were able to, to take turns, take shifts, taking care of her. Lots of medical people in the family, lots of nurses, which is just such a blessing. And um, over that time, I spent a few nights over at my grandparents' house, um, staying up, hanging out with my cousins, taking care of grandma, you know, making sure that she was, you know, eating, you know, making sure that she was um, comfortable, and um, that was just such an impactful moment in my life. You know, this this moment really just brings you in to what life is about, to what um, family is about, to what connection is about, right? And when I think about porn, it's it's everything opposite of that. It takes you away from situations. It isolates you. It makes you feel a certain way where it's not a good feeling. You don't feel connected. You feel numbed. At least for me, um, porn for me makes me feel numb. It makes me um, feel sad after the act of looking at it and the consummation of the act, right? You feel empty. 
you feel regretful, you feel shameful, you feel guilty. You feel like you're a liar, like you're hiding something. And I really wanted to point this out because that's the exact opposite of how I felt uh, the night that I went to the hospital and then the nights following. Um, like I said, it was a year ago today. Um, and so it was a couple, you know, it was, a, it was a two weeks, a little over two weeks of this, of my grandma kind of declining until she passed away last year. And uh, I just remember I connected so much with my family over that time and already very close, but some cousins that, you know, I wouldn't really talk to as much at family occasions. I, we, we got, we did heart to hearts with each other, really got to know more about them. They got to know more about me. Uh, and I just saw again, the love, the love and the appreciation of a woman that was, <laughs> her name was St. Anne. She left an impact on me and she left an impact on my family and friends of, of the family and, and other people. Uh, you know, and one thing I wanted to share too, is that I was uh, blessed to have the opportunity to make a video, a tribute video to her, uh, that was played after the funeral. And I, 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 I think this opportunity came up because when my grandpa passed, that was a few months before I volunteered to make a video and, uh, it was a beautiful experience. And, uh, so, you know, I volunteered again to do my grandma's video and something about that process uh, just really ignited something within me. So, like I said, the the hospital and then leading up to her passing were very important moments, um, moments of growth, moments of love, moments of sadness, moments of just reflection. You reflect on your life, right? And then my grandma passes and then we have the funeral and um, prepping for that, I'm making this video, right? And part of the with video is we went through books and books, photo books, photo books, taking pictures, uploading them to the cloud, you know, getting them all together. And then I started to pick like periods of her life, matching up music to that and lining up all the photos. And uh, these moments that it took kind of making this video, they were just so religious and spiritual. You're in the moment, you're zoned in, you're so focused, you're like in your flow state because you care about her, you care about her legacy. And you also care about your family and you want your family to love and cherish this tribute uh, to her, right? So I'm making this these videos and all I see is my grandma uh, smiling around people that are also smiling, holding babies, uh, holding hands with my grandpa uh, throughout the decades, right? This, this saint of a person. And uh, it just hit me so hard. It was really just how do you want to be remembered? Mac, how do you want to be remembered in your life? Do you want to be defined, you know, by this porn addiction? Do you want to be defined by this divorce? Or do you want to be defined by actually making a difference, standing up for something, standing up for people that are also struggling and linking arms with them to help them? And that's the legacy that I hope that I leave uh, in this world is to help others out, to help others by sharing my story, by talking to other people that can also share their story. Because one thing's for certain, porn thrives in the darkness, it thrives in isolation. It's gonna thrive on you if you're suffering in silence. It's gonna feed on you like a vampire. And I know this because it's fed on me many times and I'm done with it. 
So that's the, that's really like how I want to be remembered. And there's other things in life as well, right? But this is a huge passion of mine. I want to be remembered as somebody that made an impact. I am quite motivated and inspired by my grandma's life. And this is really why I wanted to bring this up today. I want to ask you, what inspires you? Are there moments that have inspired you in your recovery journey? Are you still looking for that inspiration? Because one thing that's incredibly important with this, right, is typically like when I talk to guys or when I work with other guys that have a problematic, you know, relationship with porn, typically they, um, and I in the past too, seek out help because of something negative, because of something that, you know, maybe, and I'll just share from my personal experience, you know, at first it was really like, well, I'm doing this uh, because I kind of have to, so I can save my relationship. If you're going in that way, you're going to fail. It's not the right way to go into it. You have to go into it for you. You have to be the solution for you in order to fix your problem with porn. That's how it works. You don't go in to say, I'm going to fix this um, by reading this or by just listening to this uh, because somebody's telling me to or because I'm doing this for this person. You have to do it for you. And you have to listen to this and you have to apply it to your life. And where I want you to start, if you're starting over or if you're struggling with this or if you're doing well, I mean, this might just be a good uh, reminder but you got to start with like, what's your, like your why? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you pursuing this journey for yourself? I really want you to think about that and maybe frame it in this way. And this might be helpful for you. Frame it in the way of how do I want to be remembered? What is my legacy going to look like? Because I think the difficult thing is when we're struggling with porn, we're, we're kind of living this double life. And at the end of the day, at some point in your life, it's going to catch up to you. This shadow self, this double life, it's going to catch up and it's not going to catch up at the right time. There's never a right time. It's always going to be the wrong time and it's not going to be pretty. So what you need to do is address that now. And the best way to address it is to really think about why am I doing this for me? How do I want to be remembered? And um, I'll kind of just leave it right here uh, to end. I think for me, like with my grandma and, and this passing, you know, obviously a, a loss is incredibly sad. Uh, I think I've shared in the podcast before I'm Christian. So I believe that my grandma's in heaven. So, you know, to that effect, uh, there was sadness, of course, but there was also joy that she was going to a better place and to be reunited uh, with my grandpa. And, uh, you know, I, I, th I think for me, and this is where I want to end this, it doesn't always have to be this negative rock bottom moment. It can be for sure. Like that's kind of what got me going initially into recovery. That's what got me listening to podcasts like Porn Free Radio, like Finding Traction to really get me thinking about things and getting it started. So I'm not I'm not discounting rock bottom moments because we've probably all gone through those and those serve a purpose. But I also want you to think about 
what are positive moments in your life, maybe where you felt that God was touching you and, and telling you something? Uh, because, you know, there was a death of my grandma, but it also was something that brought me closer to humanity, closer to my family, um, closer to thinking about what my legacy is going to look like. And I'd say that's more of a positive thing, a positive catalyst, is moving towards something, thinking ahead. Where do you want to go? Where do you want this legacy um, to go? Where do you want your trajectory to go in life? And I think, and we're, we'll talk about this probably on another podcast, but it's when you're thinking about uh, being successful with recovery, it's not about quitting porn. It's about moving towards something in life, moving towards something that's positive, that's going to be beneficial for you, beneficial for others in your life. But that jumping point, that leaping pad doesn't have to be rock bottom. And that's something that I couldn't connect the dots on before it happened. I had to do it the hard way. Why I'm sharing this with you is see if there's some positive platforms that you can leap off of uh, to get to that next level. And ask yourself again this final question. How do you want to be remembered? Hey, we'll really appreciate you listening and watching today. I uh, just wanted to mention I do have a Substack account. And I do, I just started a publication on Medium, which is a different writing platform. So my Substack is Porn Free Millennial. I do send out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, great short articles that are going to help you in recovery. Mondays, what we call them, uh, what I call them, I say we, Mondays is Momentum Mondays to build momentum for your week. Wednesdays are Wisdom Wednesdays, so I'm typically, it's a little bit longer of a read. Normally, they're not anywhere over five minutes. That's sharing some wisdom. So maybe that's a quote from someone famous or something I learned from somebody along the way. And then Friday, I have been calling them porn-free tips for the weekend. I'm going to change that. So this coming Friday, they're going to be called Freedom Fridays. And Freedom Fridays are really going to set the tone for your weekend so that you have a porn-free weekend. Because nothing sucks more than like having maybe a good weekend to where you're with friends or you had a great time with your wife or your girlfriend. And then Sunday night, you watch porn. <laughs> kind of like ruins the whole thing. One fact that I learned and that I have learned is that the highest like porn use, uh, I think, in the world is on Sunday nights. And Sunday, of course, is the Lord's Day for anyone that believes in God. And it's just like mind-boggling. It's not surprising, I guess, but it's just sad that Sundays are the day where people look at the most porn. Don't be that person. I'm not going to be that person. Let's do this together. Let's have a porn-free weekend. And then I'm looking to put out some more podcasts, hopefully more on a weekly basis. That's what I'm shooting for. I do have some great interviews lined up. So uh, hopefully you gave a listen to episodes 13, where I interviewed my little brother. We talk about our accountability journey that started, again, Valentine's Day last year when my grandma went to the hospital. And then my last one, oh my gosh, Dr. Gregory Bors blew my mind. It was such an amazing conversation. It's a little bit longer, so just take your time with it. You might have to listen to it twice because Dr. Bors is just an expert on English and philosophy, and he weaves in his expertise and his just amazing brain just talking about the history and the evolution of porn, really from like the ancient times all the way up till now and even talking about the future. 
and he does it in such a beautiful way. It's, it's, it's just like a listen that just flies by as you're listening to it. So definitely give those a listen. I look forward to giving you more content. Hopefully this is helpful for you. Um, any kind of support is great. If you can share this, leave some comments, uh, maybe some ideas on what you want my podcast to talk about. That'd be phenomenal. So like always team, have a great day. Have a great night and keep fighting the good fight. See ya.